Hi, I'm Mara Webster with In Creative Company, and today we're joined by the wonderful David Johnson, who's currently starring in the movie Rye Lane. And I wanted to just start by asking a little bit about your process when it comes to shaping characters, because Dom is this really beautifully complex character, and so much of the film is, you know, through this this friendship and romanticism that that strikes up with Yaz in the film. It's also so much about him just going through this journey of really coming into himself and coming out of his shell a lot in this really beautiful way. And so I was just interested in how you kind of like sit and work with scripts during that pre-production time to really figure out a lot of the details and a lot of the nuances that you wanted to bring into his story, into his character and into this arc. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, well, first of all, thank you for having me. It's really sweet. Um, uh, I guess, you know, I I, um, I mean, I, I love, I think my, my, part of my favourite bit is sitting with the scripts for a bit and reading it like a, a book, do you know what I mean? Like your favourite book. It's kind of got to become your favourite book. Otherwise, you you know, you just end up saying words that don't really mean anything. So, yeah, I spent a lot of time with with the script beforehand and um, and just got familiar with it um, to the point where you can forget it, do you know what I mean? And um, what I really love about the script is, again, I've never done <laughs> comedy before or... Uh, yeah, or romance. I don't think I'm either of those things. So in a way, instantly, it's a, it's a challenge for me. But I love the fact that with comedy, um, it's kind of got to be live. Otherwise, it doesn't work. You know what I mean? So so with that said, actually, I think it was more important for me to spend a lot of time with the script so that it's not it's not the script, which, to be honest with you, we didn't, it, you know, the film kind of wasn't the script. With, with all respect to the amazing writers, it was, it was what we found. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and with what you're saying there as well in terms of of stepping into comedy and, and so much of that is finding it in the moment and feeling the rhythm and, you know, depending on what you're getting from your scene partner in terms of the balance of, of how it's going to play out. And, you know, I, I love that Rain Allen Miller, who's the director of the film, really allowed freedom and, and play on set and, and created that space and that time to try different things in scenes. And so how did that really help you, especially in stepping into aspects of a genre that was so new for you as a performer in terms of just having that space to really play around Around and try different things a lot oh it's everything it's everything it, it really helped because uh you know if i'm honest with you i think even as a, a young actor kind of finding my way in this industry i, I you know i don't i don't really um i need the reins to be taken off <laughs> off of me i'm not really good at uh i know standing in one place and <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't mean that I'm like an unruly person. I'm not, you know what I mean? But I think I need the, the freedom in anything that I do. And I need like, um, I need like trust, I suppose. And uh, Rain was really, really great at giving us that. And um, it being a comedy, like it just required it. But equally, Rain is like a director who uh, welcomes that. You know, I never really could understand why she cast me. I think I'm, I'm quite no. Quite, don't quite know what I am so I was like I don't know why she's got me in this but I guess she you know she said that she likes actors to be free and um I guess that's what I, yeah what I tried to do and also even you bring up that phrase of of not standing still and there's so many 
walk and talk scenes like this is literally a movie where you're never physically standing still for very long at any point um but there's so many different ways that that you and Vivian Opar are like interacting with the space around you and you find that way where it never feels stale in terms of how many walk and talk scenes there are between the two of you and so how did you work with Rain as a director to really just find those different spaces and those different ways of interacting with the different areas of the neighborhood because Peckham itself is is obviously a central character within the film and the way that the two of you bring it into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I guess Rain, Rain, was, Rain is really good at listening. Uh, and, I, and, I, and I say that, you know, I worked with a, a short pool of directors and, and all of them have been great at listening and understanding what it is. But I mean, Rain's good at like listening to the environment as well, you know, and, and also like our experiences. So I'm from London. I'm not from South London, I'm from East London. So I'm all like Cockney, uh, ways and all that kind of, and all that kind of stuff. So South London is very different. But my family used to like go and buy. Uh, we've got lots of fond memories. Like we go to like the Caribbean or, or go buy buy our meat because it's like ten pence cheaper than the one in East London. So like those little things, I'd I'd, I'd have those like visions of when we're looking at something, and I'd be like, oh yeah, I remember going there. And Rain would like register that with me, register that with the place, and she'd be like, oh, it needs to be there. Actually, can we see if we can get someone walking past like buying a bowl of fruit do you, do you know what I mean and and all that kind of stuff there's no way you can know that the day before or even in the rehearsal it's just what Rain's seeing in the way I'm looking at this shop or the way Vivian like you know interacted with someone who walks on the street in saying all of that that's a long-winded way of saying it was um a joy because um it was all very live Peckham's live we needed to be live and that kind of makes it a bit more like theatre uh, in a way. And, and yeah. with that idea of listening as well, I feel like this, this film in terms of the performance that you're giving also really asks you to do that a lot as a scene partner because the dynamic between Dom and Yaz is, you know, she's much more ex extroverted than he is. And, and especially the early scenes when he's still kind of coming out, coming into himself a little bit more, he's the much quieter participant within the conversation. And so she's the one asking a million questions and and really driving the conversation. And, and you know, Dom really allows himself to sit in the moments of silence and to allow that space in between. And so what, what was that dynamic for you in, in playing a lot of scenes and, and making sure that, that Dom as a character is such an active listener in the way that he's responding in those moments? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, I'd be lying if I said I didn't like, you know, I think I'm, I'm naturally a bit of a listener. Uh, <laughs> I think that's, you know, I, I always say this, like, you know, all, all the characters that I've been lucky enough to do in my little, little career so far is that, you know, I, I always, uh, I love the journey, you know, um, you know, everything that happens after you do the project is always great. And I'm learning about that, but the journey of it is what I've always enjoyed. And I, by journey, I mean like finding the character and going to where <clears throat> they are as opposed to where you sit. But one thing I, I'm, I've definitely learned is that, you know, you always bring something of yourself to the character. And I think Dom, you're absolutely right. I think Dom is a listener. You know what I mean? He sees what's going on in front of him and he's not the loudest person in the room. And he's, uh, you know what I mean? And um, and with that said, that was that was kind of easy for me. Do you know what I mean? Because, and also not only because of me, actually I'm, I'm, I'm pretty rubbish, but, actually, but Vivian is, was brilliant at like, um, knocking me off constantly do you know what I mean she'd throw something at me and 
and I'll be like, oh, well, that's that. And then I've given her something back and she's like, oh, well, that. And you know what I mean? And we'll, we'll constantly be running at like 10,000 miles a minute. And as an actor, when you have a scene partner like that, I suppose it's, you don't really have to do much. You just kind of keep going. <laughs> and, um, and, uh, and yeah, with that said, it was, that part was a bit easy. Yeah. Was, was that also the same, even just in terms of, of the small ways in which he watches her a lot of the time? You know, it's like there's that moment very early on where he's like, I think you're iconic. And and the fact that regardless of, of what her breakup was, he still always feels that way. It's just it's her personality that he's so drawn to. And even just little things like when she's complimenting a stranger's outfit, the way that, you know, you're in that scene just watching her with like such admiration of like, I wish I could be more like you. There's parts of you that I'd love to bring into myself and so similarly to what you were saying about just that space in between and Vivian as a scene partner did that also carry over into a lot of those little moments oh oh, like yeah definitely uh yeah see even with those moments again like you've got the third character which is Peckham and uh either you let it in or you or you don't you know what I mean and what I think it's just a bit of a crime what to let your surroundings in, you know, everything that I've done, you, you know, I, I, I actually feel lucky, like the surroundings have been built quite well. So you have to like interpret that. And um, uh, I generally find people more interesting than myself anyway, do you know what I mean? So yeah, that part again was, was all, all kind of easy. The, you know, the buzz is probably difficult is when you're, when you're, <laughs> when you're getting insulted and, and you know, like the backhanded compliments, which I'm really listening, so I'm trying not to take personally. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, acting. You know what I mean? Like those parts probably a bit more tough. It also sounds like one of the scenes that that was a little bit tougher as well was even just that opening scene. You know, the first time we meet Dom, he's he's in there scrolling on his phone, crying over his recent breakup, and you know. I've heard you talk a little bit about rain kind of encouraging you to like make bigger choices and and to make it a larger reaction, which, you know, plays to like the heartfelt aspect of the character, but also introduces that tone of comedy. And so it really blends those two spaces right at the offset and tells us what the film is going to be. And so what was shooting that scene like in really trying different aspects of how big do I want to make these different moments? Um, <laughs> yeah, do you know what? I look back on shooting that and I, um, that was probably where I learned the, the most actually as an actor because I'm, uh, I don't want to sound silly, you know, but I'm, I, uh, I don't really, I'm not, I'm not really good at like faking stuff. Do you know, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And not, not that, you know, it is all play and that, that, you know, but I'm not really good at like, yeah, generating stuff. Like it's either there or it's not for me. And, and uh, most times like I, it can be there. And, and, but it weren't totally lending itself right for the scene. You know, that he's, he's like, he's not just crying, he's sobbing. Do you, know <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And, and the motivation of that has to come, is coming from like these, this, these two dancing on like an Instagram. Like it's kind of a bit, it's like, you know what I mean? It's a bit silly, but... So Rain was really good at actually, honestly, you know, there's there's a moment I think for all of us as actors where you can you can you're so vulnerable that you can it just takes like one word and you feel instantly silly and stupid and like oh god like what am I doing and Rain was really good at like going I want that truth but just can you just like sob a little bit louder just a little bit more David just like a little bit more actually maybe just wail <laughs> and I'm there like. 
uh, are you sure this is working? You know, you know what I mean? And so with that said, actually, I guess I learned, you know, that it's all real, you know, um, there isn't nothing that's not real. As long as you're feeling it and you're doing it, uh, it's, yeah, it, 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 it lends itself to the project. And you've got to just let go. I love that as an actor, that I can just let go sometimes. So, yeah. <laughs> and it, it also introduces us to, uh, you know, aspects of what his breakup was, where he is emotionally with all of that. And then there's that really brilliant moment where we get to see him telling the story to Yaz of what the breakup was, what the relationship had been, you know, oh, I was going to the cinema and she wasn't there. And then she FaceTimed me at the same time that we're having a reenactment and we're cutting between those two spaces. And Mm -hmm. so what were some of the aspects that went into filming those recreation moments and really just figuring out what's the specific tone? Because what's what's so interesting about his retelling of his relationship and hers as well is, you know, whenever two people tell a story, there's always two different truths and the truth in the middle. And so it's very much their perspective and the truth that they lived and that they felt in that moment. And we really feel that as an audience. Yeah, I, I guess. <clears throat> yeah, there's, again, there was something nice about letting your, your mind run free with this, you know what I mean? And, and you know, how we do that sometimes where there's like a story and you're retelling what happened on Saturday night and you kind of go like, oh man, it was mental. It was crazy. You have no idea. And someone's like, no, it wasn't. Like, you know, at best we, we got the bus late or what, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like whatever. And and I think that that's exactly what that was. And that was brilliantly written by Nathan Brion and, you know, and Tom, you know, who Tom Melia, who really, really just did a great job of like, making this story feel real until you go, oh yeah, it didn't happen that. <laughs> um, and I love that. I think for me that the antithesis in playing it was going, uh, it's real until it isn't, it's real until it isn't. So it was just that one moment when he's like, yeah, no, I didn't, didn't do that. You know? and, and that, and that, you know, that's like not, it's not, it's not funny for me. It's just like, I, you know, why did I say that? You know what I mean? Say it like that. Um, yeah, they, they, they were fun moments, you know. Um, yeah. And and similarly, it also breaks down the, the narrative structure in a similar way when he's there observing and watching and listening to Yaz's version of what had happened in her relationship. And there's the moment where it kind of cuts to dozens of doms, like in seats all together as an audience reacting in different ways, you know, covering his eyes at one point and then kind of like laughing and applauding when he feels like she's championing in the moment. Um, what was that like going into filming those scenes and just kind of how what was what was the sense that rain gave you of how that was going to look visually on screen in the final version as well because we've got the version of dozens of you right next to the singular version kind of hanging over the banister watching down as well again uh, you know again like i told you i've never i've never done this before i've never i've never done like you know comedy or romantic comedy (laughs) uh you know again in fact it even makes me laugh that i'm like sitting and talking to you about this i'm like oh Oh, I've done one now. That's kind of, kind of cool. But again, I don't, I don't consider myself uh, funny or anything like that. The point I'm trying to make is that you, 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 you just like surrender. You know, you just kind of have to. And, um, and again, in that kind of moment, I didn't quite realise that. Oh no, I'd have to do like a hundred takes of sitting in every single seat in that theatre <laughs> and doing something different. Like I didn't realise that at all. No, I, I, I you know, and again, I, I don't think I even knew. I, 
nine times out of ten, I don't know how it's going to happen. I think that's what I enjoy as an actor in not knowing. But equally, I really didn't know that I do it a hundred different ways in a different time. So you get to like take nineteen, and I'm going. Yeah, I'm not sure what else I've got in my canon, but we'll find out. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I mean? So, um, so I mean, Rain is, I don't know, you know, with, really with Rain, I just I just really just trusted her. Um, and um, trust is a thing that is kind of retrospective, isn't it? You don't quite know when you're trusting someone, you just know that you do. Um, so, yeah, I didn't know very much, um, but I enjoyed not knowing, you know. I also wanted to ask a little bit about music in the film as well and and how that was helpful as a tool for you because you know you can feel the specific vision in so many ways with Rain as a director and one of those is the music and the way it feels so quintessentially London and it's got you know again it's just like adds this whole other layer to character and personality of of Peckham in the film um but for, for your character, it's, you know, he's got his day-to-day music taste and then the music taste that he's living in and existing in post-breakup. Mm-hmm. You know, there's the moment where he's sitting outside and he's talking about, yeah, I love grime music. And then someone's like, all right, give us your phone. Like, we'll play it. And then it's like Daniel Beddingfield coming out the speakers because that's what he's been wallowing. Um, and so how helpful were, was music to you as a tool for kind of really stepping into this character and into the world of the film? First of all, and I love that you know Daniel Beddingfield. Like, it took me a minute. I I think he's like kind of a bit before my time. But my but my brother and my sister, you know, they're like, oh, you don't know Daniel Beddingfield. So I was like, I need to know Daniel Beddingfield. So I love that you know. Um, but yes, you know, it it was there was these moments in the script when you need the music to kind of make it. And I don't know. Again, I I think I think. Um, it's not just a romantic comedy thing, even though like it's definitely like one of the traits or the you know part of that genre of that of of um of romantic comedy. Sometimes you just need music to elevate you somewhere else. So actually, um, a couple of those songs, even on that when he's when he says he likes Graham and then they play his music in the song, a couple of those songs were actually different songs. The one that I listened to when we shot it. And in the edit, obviously, you probably can't get clearance for something and then you have to change it. But they all lent themselves to exactly what Don would have been feeling and what he would have listened to. Um, music is always like a, a starting point for, for me. Uh, I always have a playlist for every character. And, <laughs> and all of those songs were on the playlist. But I never shared it with Rain. So again, somehow we're just kind of <laughs> working from the same hymn sheet. Uh, pardon the pun but yeah I love that you know and and then there's also the added layer of music when it comes to karaoke for Dom and and again that being a space that he doesn't naturally gravitate to you know the fact that when he's sitting with his ex and Yaz is like yeah we went out and we did karaoke and Dom was up on stage and she's like you did karaoke because that's outside of his character um, but then you have the moment mm. later where the two of them genuinely do get up and he's the first one to go when she doesn't want to. And so he's kind of very quiet, you know, not really kind of like finding the rhythm of the performance at the beginning. And then when it's the two of them, it suddenly shifts and changes. Um, and so what was the difference for you in terms of filming the scene where, again, it's it's the idea of what the two of them have imagined and created together of, you know, their meet cute. Mm-hmm. And then when it actually becomes a reality kind of, again, having that confidence but it being a different space of confidence and connectivity to the story that they were telling earlier 
Oh, yeah, again, you know, it, it's, it's these kind of moments that you don't know are quite coming <laughs> that, that make it all, all right. You know, I knew we were doing some sort of karaoke and in the script it was written as Shoop, which, you know, by Salt and Pepper. And again, me and Vivian had no idea about that. So we know about Salt and Pepper, but I'd probably say like Push It or, do you know what I mean? Or something like that. And, and we were like, okay, you know, when we get there, we'll ask her to change it, you know. We'll ask for something like skeptical gigs or just, do you know what I mean something that just feels a bit more like what we know and actually rain like I told you rain is so flexible and so workable and there's not I can tell her my deeper psychic secrets and she'll probably incorporate it somewhere but that was the one moment where she was like no like we're singing the shoe and people were like what outrageous but it turns out it, and when we were learning it we were learning it so reluctantly in like in a sulk but it, the, the, the surprise when we started to sing it and do it in the karaoke made everything easy again. You know what I mean? Because we were like, this is a song we probably won't naturally sing, but we were singing it and we were starting to enjoy it at the exact same time, which kind of just makes those moments easy. So I don't know if Rain is just like an absolute genius in trying to make us fall in love or, or it's just a catchy song. I think maybe a bit of both is true, <laughs> you know. <laughs> It also feels like one of the moments that's so indicative of just what Yaz is able to really bring out in Dom and that that space that he's always, it feels like he's always kind of like admired that confidence, that extroverted element. And then he starts to find that in himself and it's the karaoke performance. It's running around town on the back of, of the moped while she's driving it and being terrified, but also enjoying it so much in that moment. And so as, as kind of the film progressed for Dom as a character, how did you start to think about what is it that he's absorbing from Yaz? What is it about her that he really loves that he's also kind of carrying in himself a little bit more in that regard in those ways? Um, well, well, I guess, you know what, again, again, yeah, I think you really do, um, you hold on to who your character is at their core. And then you, and this is actually, I think something that's quite um, important to me in that process, I suppose, is that you, you know, you build a character um, and you go, this is what they like. They like spaghetti and they don't like rice or they like this, they don't like that. And, you know, these are all helpful and great, but in the moment you you have to forget all of that and you have to be able to be changed. And um, one of the, you know, the nature of this was that we end up different in the end than when we start. So you're looking for those moments to genuinely be changed. And I'm not talking about change when it says in the script on page 74, he smiles in a way that he's never smiled before. That's not what I mean. I mean, like genuinely like changed and I've got to be changed, to, you know what I mean? For that to work. And those beats just came really naturally. I don't know what it was about Vivian Yaz, uh, there was just moments when I was like, oh yeah, it was that. And some of those beats were, again, were written differently. And when we did them, that, that's where they were. And Rain again was receptive enough to go, that's where we slow slow it down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or that's where we add this score in. Um, but I really, you know, you kind of can't fake those, those moments. You know what I mean? You have to like find it, but let it happen. Um, so those moments when Vivian, uh, yeah, it's really uh, made me, maybe different they were they were easy because she did you know and it and it yeah. really plays into you know the the romance side of of the film as well in terms of just 
how he's someone who definitely gives his heart but he has to kind of like warm up you know he's very much like a one-on-one person and kind of like building that trust and so it's really lovely again to just watch that dynamic of he doesn't fall head over heels the moment that he meets her and be like this is the one it feels like a very natural gradual progression throughout the time that they're getting to know each other and building this element of trust in one another and so similarly Mm how did you set about finding those different beats and okay I feel like he's he's emotionally let her in a little bit more here okay now he really trusts her and and you know so maybe there's a little bit more of like chemistry and connection whereas but you know at the beginning it's just this this kind of friendship with chemistry striking up yeah again again you have, you kind of have to to find that you know and it's kind of a bit of a blend between knowing someone and um i mean like knowing vivian a bit more and knowing uh yaz as dom you know what i mean like it's very hard to like describe um you know you can all by the way i'm not saying you know you can always find it as in like if it is on page 74 and you have to make it page 74 of course you can always find it and make that happen like that's part of what we do but when you work with a director who goes um yeah I think actually it was it's coming later or it's like a bit before that's really awesome because it means that you're not um faking something or generating something that you're like actually it's probably better here so those moments came genuinely they came genuinely you know I mean they came when they came and um some of them were written brilliantly and some of them were like oh actually I think that Yaz would do this and I'm like would she you know what I mean and and that really that then all of a sudden I'm like sparking um yeah and and when it came to costumes for the film you know because the majority of the film is taking place in a singular day it's it's that one outfit that one jacket that he's kind of got his hands in the pockets a lot and kind of makes him feel very protected and safe the headphones around his neck you know and then when we have that jump towards the end of the film him showing up in kind of like a very pristine adidas outfit is a is a very different vibe for him and so what did those those two different prominent elements of costume really help you to understand or tell you about him so much you know uh you know costume again you know you know we really we really do people we really work with great people um and I really do understand as a young actor that it's all about collaboration we don't do nothing singularly um uh and you know our wonderful costume designer Cynthia Lawrence John who's just incredible gave me a call before we even started shooting and she was like like who do you think he is and you know I was like um there's elements to Frank Ocean and there's elements to you know maybe like a UK rap artist who he then becomes and and she gave me tons of options I mean we had costume fittings galore genuinely because we didn't want to make it feel like oh we're just looking cool I don't think Dom looks cool maybe until the end. Uh, I like that was one on tracksuit. It's very nice, isn't it? Um, but, but you know, what what he's wearing um, had to feel like armour to me. I felt like he was so um, hurt. And, uh, you know, I think I wanted to make Dom really paper thin at the beginning, you know, like, you, you know, you can blow on him and he's just going to completely melt down again. And I think that was very important to me. So he needed to wear like layers to, to stop that from happening. Um, and then you know when we get to the end he's had his like his he's overcome his trauma in a way so it was really nice for me to like okay like I want to look 
I want to look sweet. You know what I mean? I want to look a little bit, and probably not, but a little bit attractive. Do you know what I mean? So, so, so yeah. So again, and, and, and I think we do that naturally, instinctively. Like my mates will, will finally be like, oh, David, you look all right. And I'm like, do I? But it's like, because I, I, because I feel different than when I felt in like January or whatever. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, the costume was, to answer your question, the costume was very important and um, wonderfully orchestrated by Cynthia. Yeah, I, I love that that detail that you were describing as kind of it, it also being a real armor for him, and and especially going back to that idea of you know hands in the pocket, kind of like holding himself very closed in at the beginning. And so, how did you find those different spaces of okay? I feel like now he's going to start even just body language wise, like being a little bit more open, being a little bit receptive, in line with everything of of how you were building that emotionally as well, and just kind of like using that to really support the performance. Yeah, well, you know, I I I I think naturally, generally, I, I really don't don't like my own my own uh, mannerisms or my own bits and pieces. So, I think with characters, I always look for right, what's their what's their physical, you know, I mean, what's their what's their element, and uh, sometimes it's very conscious, and sometimes it it's self conscious. Uh, it's unconscious that's what I'm saying and and I guess with, with Dom it, it was quite conscious as you know the second I found the um second I found the clothes you know it was like a utility jacket you know what I mean which is kind of like what you know what artists wear to hold things in you know um and uh and in my head you know he's holding like the breakup he's holding like his job he's holding like different things and then he just kind of needs to like hold it all together physically which just kind of brought me into this like <laughs> place that that meant that everything was inward and and held and then slowly but surely the more and more he's laughing the more and more he's enjoying what Yaz is doing to him and letting that in those pieces just start to I think in my head I was like all oh, right he's dropped that now like that comes out of that pocket now and it it comes out so the jacket just becomes lighter like and um, if that doesn't sound incredibly terrible but that's genuinely what was <laughs> always going through my head so um that's why I love that jacket because it just had tons of pockets even on the inside and I was like right, what goes into there and what goes into there and yeah uh, it got heavy and then lighter uh, yeah. I, I love details like that when when that feeds into character so much and then and lastly wanted to ask you a little bit about the way that you read scripts as well when you're when you're looking at projects because um I've heard you say that one of the things that you've always done is you'll you'll kind of like almost like dispose of the first couple of pages so you don't know what's the title of the project where it's coming from you know who wrote it so that you really can just go into things completely blindly so even when you were reading the script for the next installment of the alien franchise you had no idea that that's what it was and I thought that was such a a beautiful and brilliant way to really find the projects that just completely speak to you and so when did you realize for yourself that that was something that you wanted to do to really just cut out reading the title page and cut out reading that beginning and really just focus on character and story for yourself oh um it <laughs> it is very important to me to do that and I don't do it to be like I don't know cool it really annoys my agent she hates it she's like you don't even know who you're gonna go and see <laughs> you know what I mean and, and I'm like oh you know but the reason why I do it is yeah you know I, I don't want anything to taint the the view of the world that I'm trying to get myself into um and, you know, I, I see that not, you know, people, no one knows who I am at all. So I'm not trying to be like, cool. Again, I'm just like, it's just important to me. Um, 
Yeah, and uh, you know, I guess on the on the flip side of this, for instance, I you know I read this script and um, and I thought it was funny, and I thought it was something that I've never done before, and um, very different to the last project. So I was like, this is something that's quite cool. But then obviously, I found out I, I find out that it's like you know. Um, it's an incredibly indie, independent film that I thought might sit at the back end of Amazon. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I didn't know what it would be, and um, and I thought that's great and cool. Like genuinely, I thought it, I, I didn't think that this film would um, <laughs> be seen. Um, I did it because it was like a challenge for me, um, and um, yeah. So with that said, I'm like, um, it's kind of like a backhanded thing, but I. I think I'll always do it because you're, yeah, you're, you're kind of leading with your with your heart as opposed to like your head. And I think in my life I try and do that. Um, but yeah. No, I, I really love it because I think it, it it means that you give you give so much of yourself to any performance, and it means that you're really just being driven towards things that really speak to you in such a specific way. And you know, this this film especially is so beautiful, and what you've created with Dom as a character was really really lovely to watch. So thank you so much for talking about all of this. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Really, thank you. <laughs>